You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. And this is Outspoken. And we want to welcome a very special guest to our show. You probably know who we're going to be speaking to. At the age of 11, he hit the country recording charts huge with one voice. But he is not done. He has come back 26 years old. He came out recently. Um, Ty Herndon was, I know, is a friend of his. He is... If you haven't looked at the video we've posted, his coming out video, it was inspiring to us as a crew here. And we are thrilled to have country recording artist Billy Gilman to Outspoken. Billy, are you there? I am here. Hello. 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 We're doing great. How are you? Are you over home in Rhode Island? As a matter of fact, at this moment in the month, I am. <laughs> See, I know you are probably busier than ever. You have a beautiful song that we've been listening to, Say You Will, that is out. Um oh. Yes. Because you're out there, you are not done with, with your public at all. You're not done with us. You, correct? You've been recording for a very long time, and you took a brief break. Um, lots of life has happened, and you are, you're back head, headstrong and, and moving forward. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I had to take time off because, um, you know, most female singers don't go through that, but as, <laughs> as a male singer, you go through a voice change, and being a singer, the kind of singer that I am, it, it took a long time mm, for it to yeah. come back. And, you know, it was a scary time. Will it come back? You just don't know, you know. But luckily, I uh, went back down to Nashville to start songwriting and really wanted to be more than just a singer. I wanted to be able to expand, you know. And so that's what we did for a couple of years. And that's how Stay Your Love was born and, you know, other songs. And, and yeah, so it's, 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 been, a, it's been a great uh relearning process, if you will. Sure, yeah. So when you say be more than just a singer, what what is that entitled? What have you uh, been thinking about, been doing, been working on? Well, usually, well, for instance, my young career, uh-huh. I guess, if you will. Yeah. Um, I was always told what to sing. They, the producers gotcha. picked the gotcha. songs, and I just showed up and learned them and did whatever. Mm-hmm. I was always just the voice. But uh, coming back at it, I wanted to be in on every process that I could possibly be in, you know, as a, as a director of a movie, they're in the recording session, they're working with the actors, they're picking out the costumes, you know, it's, it's kind of the same thing as a songwriter because it starts literally from your mouth or your fingertips on the piano or guitar with the lyrics, the melody, then you make the demo tape, and then you go to the studio, and you mm-hmm. pick the studio you want, you pick the musicians you want, you just really become more a part of your craft rather than just right. being the you're face the, of it. You're the artist, not just the singer. Exactly, exactly. Gotcha. So you mm-hmm. write, I mean, I've probably written, oh my word, uh, over 100 songs. You know, some you hear, some aren't so good, but it's all, you know, part of the journey, you know? Exactly. Now, did you always, I mean, obviously you, you started in music very, very young. Was it always part of your soul, something that you always uh, aspired to do? Absolutely. I mean, literally at 18 months old, uh, I have a recording of my parents were recording me singing the Jeopardy theme. It was just, uh, it was bred into me from the moment I was able to express myself in that way. Uh, yeah, singing was definitely something that I was put on earth to do, definitely. Now, how did that, I mean, we watched a clip of you on Oprah when you're just a kid. <laughs> how did that whole crazy journey in the beginning even begin for, for listeners on our show that maybe don't know? It started, um, like I said, I just started singing so young, and when I was uh, eight years old, I 
met a vocal coach out of my home state. Uh, she taught me for a little bit, and not just vocally, but stage presence, what to do if this happens, you know, just because she didn't, she, she didn't teach method, which is very confusing in itself. <laughs> uh, I actually sat in on a method uh, teaching, like, a, a master class, and I was like, no, that's technically, if something happens, not the correct way to do it. Right. But anyway, it's funny. <laughs> she she had a, a career on her own, and she really taught me the ropes of what happens when, or the, really the, the living and breathing of the situation. And, you know, it's just worth, it's priceless, you know, that kind of information. And so she started to travel with me after she gave me vocal lessons. We started to book shows locally, you know, to, to break me in, I guess, at the ripe old age of eight. Right. Um, uh, and then, you know, we would just do concerts and open up for people like Martina McBride and mm. uh, other country artists, a, a huge legendary country band, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, and that uh, slowly got the attention of Nashville and uh, a, a band called Asleep at the Wheel, who oh, was yeah. a uh, big-time country swing band, more popular in the 80s. But they flew me down to their demo, uh, their, their studio, and I did my first demo, mm-hmm. my first legit demo with a, with their band and two songs, and you know I was ten, I was nine actually. It's crazy. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. And then you know, right? And then they sent that demo tape off to uh, Nashville, flew me down. We did a we did like a uh, a showcase, and uh, Sony ended up being the 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 go to people that were totally invested in, in wanting to pursue, mm-hmm. you know, a contract with an 11-year-old child. Uh, and that's how it really all started. You know, it wasn't just like I was founded by someone. You know, it took work, you know, constant, right. constantly doing sports and going to work on the weekends or working sometimes every day in September when you'd be in school, the fairs and all of the, art, the outdoor festivals are in September. So it was, you know, it was, it was a lot of hard work, you know, and, yeah, the the what they always say: yeah. overnight successes are never overnight. <laughs> never. Absolutely, never. Yeah. It's, oh, it's just it's impossible. You know, it, it truly is because it's such a big, a big pond. It, it takes work, no matter where or how. You know, it's not just one and done. Right. Absolutely. So, uh, taking all this work, like you've you, you've been telling us about, and being at such a young age, I mean, does school and you know, being such a huge singer at the age of uh, 11, I mean, do both those things, I mean, put a lot of weight on your shoulders? Or how how was school, really? It was, well, it, it sucked to me. I was, that wasn't yeah. what I was in the game for. Of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I had a lot, I, you know, that, was, that was never my uh, strong point because I had a job and I was working and I was paying taxes at eight years old and right, right. I had no time for this school thing. So that was a tough, a tough thing. And then... Um, <laughs> I wasn't the easiest student either. I was quite opinionated in my yeah. ways, whatever. Uh, my teachers, I, every now and then I'll run into one and they'll be like, oh my God. I'm like, sorry. See, you were destined anyway, to be a star. So. I guess so. I guess, I guess. I don't know. Or a pain in the you-know-what. One of the two. Um, so then when I was 11 and I was signed to Sony, and it really started to, I mean, I was doing TV shows and then, going to London and doing concerts and then doing commercials and music videos, there was, t- there was no way that I could keep up with a regular school curriculum. So I became homeschooled. And uh, that was not the best for someone that does not like school because it's just you and the teacher. 
we can't go to the bathroom ten times and right. just get lost in the shuffle <laughs> of thirty kids. You know, it's, it it was tough, but uh, and you, you got to do what you got to do. You know. So fast forward us to last year when you made a very big decision to be public about a very personal part of you and to do it in a video that, like you said, even in the video, um, to choose not to do it on a talk show, you know, to, to make it personal for the fans who have followed you for a decade. What brought you to that moment in time that said, I can do this and I want to do this right now? You know, um, I'm a very, like, I'm a very private person, but my fans... But like I bring my fans in where it doesn't seem like I'm private because I'm on such a one-on-one level and one-on-one basis with my fans. Always have yeah. um, during concerts. There sometimes the, the signing autograph sessions go longer than the show after the show because it's just it it's what it's about. I, I don't know how to explain it, and I don't, I don't get those artists that can't be bothered. You know, it's right. what, that's who mm-hmm. makes you in. If you're honest with them, they'll, they'll never leave you. And, and that's true with my fans. Through the voice change, through ups and downs of a career that's normal, they never left my side. I can still, if I go to, like, say, Fanfare which, or CMA Fest, which is a great big mm-hmm. outdoor country fest, all the artists get together and you go to the booths and you sign for your fans. Right. If I were to say, okay, I'm going to do it this year in June, and I sat at the booth, I could probably name over a half a dozen to a dozen people on a first-name basis. Oh, wow. They've just been in, on my side and have waited in my lines for the past 15 years. Of course, there's many that you don't know, but right. it's just they've always been there. So, and also, like, I'm in a genre uh, that mm-hmm. has a little bit yep. of a stigma yep. with my whole lifestyle. So Huge, yeah. There's a, there's a couple of, of avenues that I, I had to approach, and, and, and it had to, be, had to have been known. And it was a at a local festival, I was walking around with uh, my boyfriend, mm-hmm. and I wanted a picture taken. It was a neat little at, you know, avenue, alleyway, or whatever it was, and it just looked cool. And I said, oh, that would be a great opportunity for a picture. So I'm looking around for someone to take the picture, right. and this guy was holding this very expensive camera. And I thought, hey, he's got an awesome camera. I'm sure he knows how to take a picture. Right. So I tapped him on the shoulder and I said, excuse me, can you take our picture? He took the picture and said, oh, are you Billy Gilman? And I said, yes. And he said, oh, I'm doing an interview with you next week about about your project. And I oh, said, wow. oh, okay. And I thought, shoot, he could right. start saying something, and who knows what he would say, if it would be, if yeah, it would be so yeah. the truth. You just don't know. Yeah. It, I, I knew then that the situation could get out of my, uh, if it, it, it could get out of my reach where I wouldn't have the upper hand right. in how it's delivered to the mass, to my mass of mm-hmm. people. Uh, so I went about, you know, first of all, coming up to my parents and my family, and, you know, that was an amazing experience, very scary in the beginning, because you just don't know. Right. I come from a very conservative family, so I was like, oh, boy, here we go. But it was yeah. just, it's, it's been an amazing ride, and, oh, good, good. and it's all been for the positive. And uh, so then I started to tell my team in Nashville, mm-hmm. and worrying that they would probably leave, you know, the team, because it's just, it, it, it's just unfortunately not accepted as well as it should be, I guess. Right. You know, I don't like to put words on the people's mouths because it may be getting better as we're talking right now. I don't know. But, right. So when I finally came out to my team, one uh, lady who has been in my career since I signed the dotted line to do one voice, 
so since the beginning, mm-hmm. she says, Billy, now because you're doing this and you're stating these facts, I can say it because I couldn't say it and have you not be gay. But she says, you don't know the struggle it is for people to look past that possibility with you. We get it. We get comments constantly. And I'm like, well, well, there you go. You know, that's why I'm addressing it this way. Mm-hmm. And um, then I started to figure out, you know, this was in October. Uh, and I started to, you know, for weeks, think about it. Do I want it? We had offers to do it as a cover for a magazine, right. which should be nameless. Uh, a, a TV show, right. um, I, and it just didn't feel in my gut that it was right. And so I said, you know what, no, it's not about looking for attention in that big of a, of a way that people will come right back around and go, oh, because he needed the, you know, he needed the right. press, you know, so he's going to do this drastic thing. That's not what it was about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, you know what, I think I just want to do it on YouTube, and we'll just see what happens. People could fluff it off, or people can... <laughs> see it a million times, you know, it could go viral, and that's right. what happened. Um, but it was still on a personal level for my fans, and mm-hmm. uh, it was a very scary thing, believe me when I say, but, you know, I, I've just always been about finding, whether it's songwriting or anything, just finding the moments of clarity and truth in every situation, because if you tell the truth, you don't have to remember anything. Exactly. You know, or, or you know, so I just needed to be truthful and honest. Mm-hmm. And if it hurts me in one avenue... I'm a workhorse. I will find another avenue where it will work. You know, it's right. as simple as that. Right. That's very that's very bold and brave to come out such a personal way, not on you know the tabloids, the TV, the attention seeking. That's very um, as respectable. But I mean, after the coming out, did you see any backlash, or was it mostly receptive from your fans and your uh, country singer colleagues? I mean, um, what was the reception from both of those sides? Well, it hasn't been negative. Um, I don't really know what Nashville mm-hmm. thought. There were artists that reached out to me that were that were amazing about it. Some in the country field, some in the pop field, some actors, some actresses. Um, so all over the the gamut of of what we do, sure, they reached yeah, out yeah. and you know showed their support and how proud they were and and all of that. But the tell all sign for me, uh, the the song "Say You Will." We just wrapped the video. Actually, I just watched the last edit uh, about two hours ago so that will start to be released and uh, we're going to go to cmc obviously right uh and that will be the sign you know if, if, if all goes according to plan and it's just it's no big deal and the song is played that'll be a huge thing uh, that will tell me that it's becoming better and it doesn't matter right. you know do you... well they don't have to play it you know it, right. it, this will be the tell all sign if in fact exactly. there's any kind of support behind well, first of all, this, yeah. I mean... Which, which, which shouldn't be, because I'm the same, the songs are the same, and right. I, I'm just now happy. You know, it, it shouldn't matter exactly. what you do in your house. Yes, exactly. Wise. You know, it's kind of crazy, but, hey, you have to respect... You have to respect everything, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly, and I have to say, your voice is, is strong and just amazing, and that song is great. I've actually... You teased everybody with it in your video that you did to YouTube and showed us, and so, of course... We've been looking around, yeah. can't wait for it. So I'm excited to hear that's that's going to be released. Has uh, have other country artists like Ty Herndon, Shelley Wright, all those? Uh, has uh, have they been points of strength for you to see others doing it? I mean, you have Steve Grand, who you know was out before he started, but people in country music trying to just be 
just who they are and do what they love, which is music. Is that, does that give you hope? Absolutely. You know what? You know, how do I put it this way? Um, <laughs> I'm at the mercy of the genre. Right. But, you know, I, I, first of all, I come from a place of, I am a people pleaser. I would rather, mm-hmm. you know, I'm opinionated, believe me, unless mm-hmm. when, I, when, when I'm asked to be opinionated. I, right. I have opinions on everything. <laughs> um, but You're I always right come show. from a place of respect because that's how I was raised and that's how I want to be treated back. Um, so I never really, you know, it, it's bold and I look to people for inspiration, but I'm bold and, and strong enough, but respectful enough not to sound cocky. But if they don't accept me, well, you know, I still have the love and support of my fans tenfold, and I have the love and support of my family always, whether it be this or my career. Right. I will be okay if they don't. I, you know, I will find another path. You know, singing is what I was put on earth to do. And it just so happens that country music is my life. I love it. I live and breathe it. Right. Uh, when I'm at the Grand Ole Opry, hearing Paul Franklin on the steel guitar, there is nothing like it. That is my passion. And if it's unfortunate enough where I can't live my passion, then it's not my fault. I have to move on. Right. But knowing, knowing that there are others uh, that are letting their voices be heard, it only makes it seem... Like my goal was not for a, you know, no pun intended, no parade or no right. wonderful hurrah. My my goal in life for this situation is for kids that are younger than me or older than me that cannot have an outlet, you know, in the Midwest mm-hmm. states that's way conservative. They're afraid. They're committing suicide. Yeah. If I can be a voice for for people to go, eh, it's no big deal. There, we, you know, it is normal. That is my job. I have won. Exactly. I have one at my mission. Just for people to go, that's okay, that's great. No, no, no bigger or less than that. That's it. And what's amazing is country music was always supposed to be, I mean, it really has always been, just a really more personal reflection of us and our lives. And I think what an amazing thing with more country music singers coming out and being truthful, that more kids can have that music back where they feel like they are being reflected in what they're hearing. Because, you know, I think we've all felt a little isolated from country music, even if we grew up with it and loved it, when we reached that point of coming out, we didn't feel there was a home there. So I think it's great that more artists are allowing this very personal side to at least be known as they do what they love, which is their music. Absolutely. And let me tell you something. It may not be the majority, but even before I started this whole coming out process and not really even paying attention to it, I always just pay attention to Billy Gilman. I just never struggled with it, if that makes any sense. Like, I just never was trapped or anything. I just never paid attention. Um, and But I will tell you, even then, when I wasn't really honing in on the situation, there are a lot of gay people in the community that love and support country artists that go to the concerts and this and that. So there's a mass amount of of support in the country market um, from, you know, regular gay couples, a gay guy, uh, uh, you know, it's anything. So there's a huge market. So it's not anything to be scared of because there are people... Loving the music no matter what, you know, exactly. it shouldn't matter. And as we just have a few more questions for you, we won't take up your whole day, although we could, but we, we won't do that to you. I do want to say, so what is it that you see as you move forward in your music? There are different philosophies from different artists on how they do it. 
obviously, you know, the, the most, the very beautiful song, Say You Will, the vocals, everything on it are just beautiful. But it's definitely about a guy and a girl. Do you think that it'll, your music will change at all as you move in the future uh, to reflect more of your truth? Or what's your philosophy on that? You know, I think if it were to become, you know, probably I have been back and forth writing ideas and everything, but I think it would be a very universal thing, and I think it would be anyway. You can get very personal, very personal, but still keep it universal. And, you know, like many actors play gay roles that are straight and straight people, you know, have, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's a a role. It it can get very personal if you want it to. But, um, you know, I'm going to treat it in each situation in the moment, if it has to, mm-hmm. if it happens to, you know, take life and, and, and it's more of a, of a my truth, then we'll see what happens. But right. I like to keep it universal, no matter what. Right. Well, I have to say, we're excited to see what you have coming. Uh, your voice obviously made it through the change just fine. Um, and you have some beautiful music. So we're excited to see where you go. We will uh, definitely support it. On We will write them a letter if we have to. And tell the, <laughs> oh, tell the TV stations that. to do it. Can I ask you uh, to give advice to any young listeners that were where that are listening today, um, wanting to follow their dream, but maybe they don't have the support. You know, they're young gay people, and they don't have the support around them. What would you say to them? That's a tough one because if you don't, I mean, I, I, I'm fortunate, so I can't. I can be a voice to to a certain degree because I I don't know the struggle it is to not have support. Yeah. Just find truthfully, if I can give any ounce of truth to that, find an outlet, whether it be horseback riding, singing, right, songwriting, poetry. Find an outlet. Let it be your source of therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, find groups, or especially nowadays because it's two thousand and. 15, find an online chat that you can talk to people, yeah, a good one, yeah. of course, and I'm not saying laughing, right, things, right. but find some, some strength in a story, or, you know, I, I've gotten so many letters, that was that was one of the amazing things about this whole process, and it's only been a few months since November, um, the, the, the youth, the people at my age, a little younger, a little bit older, coming forth and saying, you know, it's wonderful that I have a voice now. I don't feel alone anymore. So even just looking to, to other stories is, is way more cathartic than most people would realize. So, But uh, finding out with his songwriting and singing and, and all of that does, it, it's a remarkable healer. Mm-hmm. It, it, the power of song and the power of music and the power of a movie even. You know, it's just, it could be as simple as that. Um, it's, it's an amazing thing. And that's the best thing about my job, being able to be this the voice in the vehicle for so many great themed songs, you know? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. To help, you know? That's that's absolutely beautiful. It's a great reason to do what you do, and you love doing it, so that's amazing. Now, before we let that's you go right. and enjoy the rest of your amazing Sunday, we're going to ask you to do one thing, if you don't mind. If you could just say, uh, hi, I'm Billy Gilman, listen to Outspoken. Um, we would love we you would forever love and ever. <laughs> Oh, so, so say it again. What, what do you want? Say exactly, and I will be okay. happy to. Hi, my name is Billy Gilman. Listen to Outspoken. Okay. Hey, everybody. This is Billy Gilman, and please listen to Outspoken. You are amazing. That's a gentleman perfect. and a scholar, my friend. We wish you all the luck in the future, and we hope we have an excuse, you know, when you're getting your, your Grammy 
that we're going to have you back on the show. But all of our support... You you never know, but absolutely. Hey, I say the sky's the limit. Uh, You have our support, and we're thrilled to have other artists out there who are as outspoken as we try to be every week. You inspire our listeners and us, and thank you so much for being on our show today. Oh, that's right. That's very nice. I appreciate that. And thank you for for giving me the time. It's wonderful. Thank you. Our pleasure. You have a wonderful Sunday, Billy. You too. Bye. Bye. Bye.